To kick off each hour of the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive, we've asked the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese to say a prayer. Hi, my name is Elliot Harris. I attend St. Joseph Catholic Parish School in Athens, and I am in the eighth grade. The thing I love the most about my school is the teachers. I will say the prayer to St. Joseph, the patron saint of our school. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Prayer to St. Joseph. Good St. Joseph, as you held the Christ child in your arms and cared for him, hold the needs of our church family in your arms and take care of us. As we trust in God, we also trust your help. We ask this in the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to AM 1160, The Quest. Love, love, love the prayers from the kids. That's awesome. Thank you very much. This is the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the production and programming manager here at The Quest. And uh, last hour, we were listening to uh, Deacon Jerry Kazin and Father Ben Thompson of St. Benedict's uh, talking about uh, Father Ben's vocation and what was going on. Now we've got the same people in here, but we are joined by Maggie Russo as well. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning. How you doing this morning? Always peachy in Georgia. <laughs> and uh, so, so we're blessed to have you, Maggie, this morning. Um, you know, you came to mind um, that when the Quest was uh, kind of forming this up to, to organize it on the role of your faith on some adversities you've shared with me and mm-hmm. in, in, in your different ministries. Let me, let me, if if I could, just give your bio because it's always awkward giving your own bio. So I'll give your bio, okay? So Maggie is the Director of Disabilities Ministry for the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Uh, She oversees the Office of um, uh, Deaf Services and provides mental health resources and training for parishes, staff, and families. So I would imagine you're pretty busy these days, um, right? Absolutely. So so you have uh, your husband, Scott, and uh, three children. Uh, you had a, um, a, son, a son, Christopher, uh, born with a very rare terminal genetic disorder that caused both physical and developmental disabilities. Uh, following his passing at uh, a little over nine years old, um, you earned uh, a Master of Education, Early Childhood Education, multiple severe disabilities from Georgia State University, and worked for 10 years teaching students uh, with multiple severe uh, disabilities and visual impairments. And so that's kind of led you to this ministry. So what a, what a, what a beautiful path, painful but beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, and when I first interviewed for the position with the archdiocese, in the middle of my interview, I just stopped and took a breath and said, I can see God's plan. Oh, And so, you know, my first professional years, which I always say BC before Christopher, I was in business, um, say it sold financing. And, uh, and then after that, I had Christopher for 10 years. And then after that, I taught for 10 years. So the first 30 years really was God preparing me for all the different parts of ministry yeah, that's, and what's involved. That's what we want to hear about. Our, our, uh, so this is the, the fall uh, pledge drive mm-hmm. at, at Quest Atlanta. Our call-in number is 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160 to make a one-time or monthly donation to support this life-changing station. 
or you can go online um, and uh, the questatlanta.com or use the Quest Atlanta mobile app. Um, Quest is 100% listener supported, so we really uh, rely heavily on the spring and fall pledge drives to pay uh, for the cost of running the station. Um, so, so Maggie, let's talk a little bit about the the earlier years. You know that that foundation as it was laid. I, I mean, did you grow up in Indiana or? In the- no, I grew up in West Virginia. Okay. And uh, but I did do have 16 years of Catholic school okay. <laughs> behind me, <laughs> and um, it, you know it, it, we were just a big. Our families and the families that we grew up with, we were very involved in our church and in the schools. Siblings. I have. I'm the oldest of seven. Oh wow. Okay. So. Um, good Catholic family. A good Catholic family. You know, we didn't didn't. Uh, have any priests come out of it but <laughs> many vocations though, many still are right? altar servers so <laughs> brothers and uh no we we just had that you know my father was the daily communicant and um he set a good example you know for me and it was um something that when i after graduating from saint mary's college in indiana um that uh, when I moved to Boston in my first job, I it was so easy to mm. go to mass every day mm-hmm. in Boston. I did often at St. Mary's. You know, every dorm practically had a chapel, either at St. Mary's or Notre Dame. And um, but in Boston, it was just something easy to go do. And it was, it was. I was there alone, even though I had friends. And it it really was what grounded me. Yeah. And um, I met my husband, uh, who happened to go to Stonehill College, and the president of Stonehill College was a Notre Dame grad, Uh. and he was a roommate of the girl I lived with's father. Hmm. Small world, right? So again, the Holy Spirit's working in all these ways. Small world. So so you're... uh, so. Again, I'm I'm so intrigued at your faith formation and some of the challenges you've had in your life. So, are there any childhood memories of God in your life, or where you knew God was present? Anything formative that way? Well, I ha- this tells you how well we were instructed. <laughs> I was thinking about a great story uh, when we were in fourth grade. My friend Anne and I, I was staying at her house, and um, her cat brought us a baby rabbit. <laughs> And the baby rabbit was not doing well. And Anne happened to live across the street from our high school, but the convent was next to the high school. (laughs) So we quickly gathered up that little baby rabbit and went running over to the convent and knocked on the door and begged the sisters to please, please help us pray for this baby rabbit. So the sisters took the rabbit in the little box we had, took him in, put him on the altar mm. and actually we all gathered and sat and prayed. Oh my gosh. Wow. Now well, the rabbit didn't make it, <laughs> but they didn't tell us that till many years later. But it was the urging of your heart yes. in response to that trial, right? Yes. Just keeping it in generic terms, but that's a very interesting, cause there's many ways you could have gone with that. Right. 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 And it's very, that's very telling um, to seek the Lord somehow. And that was your way of doing that. Um, so, and, and then, so then you've had some challenges, right? So we, um, tell us a little bit about your son, Christopher. So, um, Scott and I, uh, your husband, my husband, yeah. When we met, um, 
Scott's mother was a quadriplegic from a stroke and uh, Christopher was our second child and he was born um, he looked at uh, something that they might say ceased to thrive even though he was full term and um, they found out very quickly that uh, he had a very rare genetic disorder it happens about once or twice a year worldwide and um, that he was not going to live to be two so he would face uh, severe challenges, multiple severe disabilities. And we happened to live in the town that um, had the center-based program for the state. And when they told us about Christopher's diagnosis and what his future would be, they basically said, you have two choices. You can take him home and care for him yourself or... You can put him in the hospital that happens to be in your town, and they'll go ahead and take care of him. And we we just couldn't imagine not not loving our own son and mm -hmm. caring for him and bringing him home. So so a, a just emotional response to that because that's a lot, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden you're you're going along. It's like carrying the cross, you know, or, or you see Jesus carrying the cross, and all of a sudden you're called in to carry it with him, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So. What was your response to that? Can you recall that? I know it was a while ago. Oh no, it's very vivid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was an immediate. You know, we both looked at each other and you know knew what we were going to do, and and we felt like God had called us. Um, we talked a, a couple months later after things kind of became our new normal, um, but because of Scott's family experience with his mother. Um, I had a friend growing up in high school who uh, had cerebral palsy. Um, you know, I had worked with, uh, at Notre Dame, I helped teach swim lessons to students who were autistic. Um, and um, so we we just felt like of all, anybody we knew who could handle this situation, God picked the right people. So, so there was like a, a preparation in a way, you know, and Father Ben, I, I was just thinking about recalling your story, you know. So Father Ben was sharing that he was uh, went to law school as a prosecutor, mm. and a little bit more about that. But you know, that was that was still preparing you to be a teacher and a preacher, right? I mean, you could look back now and see it, maybe not then. So it's mm. like interesting how life's events sometimes we don't see it, but maybe in the rearview mirror, the Lord is preparing us for something. So both you and Scott had a heart open to. To, to however you might know that, but certainly grace to deal with a challenge like that. Mm -hmm. And and we went in, you know, both feet all the way in. <laughs> I mean, we just knew that, that we were going to do what it took to help Christopher and have Christopher um, have have the best life that he could. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it. looking back on it, it was really hard. It, yeah. And it's a very lonely journey. I mean, that's... That's the other part of it. Yeah, so. you're uh, you're listening to uh, Maggie Rousseau from the Archdiocese of Atlanta, the director of Disabilities Ministry, uh, and you're on the Quest Atlanta uh, radio, uh, questatlanta.com. Uh, make your uh, donation, um, or just give us a call at four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. That's four seven zero. 508-1160, or you can go to the um, the Quest Atlanta uh, mobile app. And just hit the donate button. So, so Maggie, so um, um, I guess there's there's listeners right now have different trials in their life. I mean, 
what, 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 how would you advise them, you know, going through that with Christopher, your family? Um, how would you, what would you suggest to them? I, I think the thing I try to remember is you have to go about your day with a smile in your heart. And, um, you know, and sometimes that's hard. You know, I, I might have to take a step back and, you know, just regroup, refocus myself. Um, but it, it's easier to get the hard things done if you're not angry. Yeah, so that's a decision, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's like you made, it's like love, right? Love's mm -hmm. not a feeling, mm -hmm. love is a decision. And you could choose to be angry, why me, uh, resentful, mm -hmm. or you can embrace it and look for the good. I guess that, that's the beauty of me being Catholic and us being Catholic mm -hmm. is to look at that crucifix and know that that didn't feel good, mm -hmm. yeah. right? And, and the good that came from that, you know? So mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's, that's good, good advice. Mm -hmm. um, all right, and then so, and then that led to some education, right? It did. Um, Life with Christopher uh, for our nine and a half years was, um, you know, it was hard, but it was fun. We uh, uh, have two other children. You know, we tried to live as normal as possible. Um, and when Christopher uh, passed away, it it left a big hole. Mm -hmm. um, for all of us. And, uh, and it was a few years, you know, I, I, I needed to do something. Um, but I also knew that I, you know, make going back and in sales and making money wasn't, you know, what was going to fulfill me. I knew that I had to be, um, I had wisdom about living with disabilities and i knew that i needed to go and and try to help other people on that journey and and um so i uh i decided to go back and went to work full time at the same time that i was going to school mm. um because there's always a need for qualified special education professionals and um Gwinnett County knew me. I had worked as a para-pro. When Christopher had good days, I could go in and be a para-pro. Um, so I transitioned into a, a teaching position. And I taught the um, medically fragile, uh, multiple severe disability preschool at our center-based school in Gwinnett County. And again, it was, a, it is a very, very difficult calling so, so someone who's um afraid of that right someone who is saying there's no way on earth i could do that i mean what was your source of strength how would you describe that um i i like to see the abilities in children not the disabilities mm -hmm. and i also knew that um in the very early years that is the time when you can help educate parents so that they can learn how to be their child's voice. Mm -hmm. They need to learn how to be an advocate for their child. And so, um, you know, I would take a great deal of time during IEP meetings to, um, which is an individual education plan. And I would explain what each section meant so that the families, and I would say this section means these are your rights. 
here's the list of your rights. Mm. But then I'd say, this right means this, this right means this, mm. this means this, so that they could um, get comfortable. Because again, they're, they're just new on the journey with their child, mm. um, you know, when they come into the school district at age three. Um, and, and, you know, their hearts are broken. And sure. here's, here's all this extra stuff that they have to take on. Sure. So, so to help them, you know, along the way, and then, then we worked, you know, I knew the kids could learn in our class. And so we had a ton of fun, but you know, my paraprofessionals will tell you it's not about the product. It was about the process. <laughs> That's very good. So you're listening to uh, the, the Quest Catholic Radio, Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, and our fall pledge drive. Please call us at 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160 to make a one-time or monthly donation to support this life-changing station. Or you can donate online at thequestatlanta.com, thequestatlanta.com, or the Quest. Atlanta mobile app. Just hit the donate button. Can um, I jump in here real quick? I please. want to give a shout out to a few people. Uh, Fran from Atlanta, we thank you for your support. Uh, Kathy and Chris, we thank you. And also uh, Amy from Johns Creek, we thank you, uh, thank you all of you much. for your very generous donations. Thank you for um, your support. And, and I also want to mention, uh, I don't know if maybe Fran, Kathy, and Chris, and Amy are going to be bummed that they didn't wait just a second longer because <laughs> <laughs> because we now have for the next four donations that come in, uh, we got a ten dollar Chick Fil A card. No, very so, good. So yeah, I mean, who doesn't love Chick Fil A, huh? <laughs> so awesome. if you want to donate uh, any amount uh, in the next. Well, if you're one of the next four, uh, like uh, Deacon was saying, that's at 470-508-1160, thequestatlanta.com, or you can tap the donate button on the Quest Atlanta app. Deacon? So, so Maggie, as you're talking about as an educator and the challenges there, it sounds like you were educating the parents as much as you were the students. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I'm still friends with several of the families uh, these many years later and have um, had the, the joy to see uh, some of my students, you know, be successful um, in, in, in a different way, you know, than a typical student is, but, and to maintain those relationships, that's just been a joy. Can I ask one question here? I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just curious. So the one thing you said that, that really stuck with me is you're, you're seeing their abilities rather than their disabilities or mm -hmm. is that the way you worded it something mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. do the parents that you're working with do i mean are they did they come there with that same attitude or did they a lot of them have to kind of be steered in that direction uh, it's more typical that you have to steer them in, yeah. in that direction and i had one um wonderful uh family who uh dad you know, at the IEP meeting at the end, basically said, you know, I had no idea that this was possible. Yeah. And we would document, you know, with pictures and recordings and all these different things that we would use for um, assessment purposes and for data collection. But at the same time, it gave me the opportunity to share that with the family so they could really see progress mm -hmm. um, and, and see hope. I mean, to, to have a child who has uh, severe, severe problems um, 
be able to, you know, smile at school is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, Maggie. I have the pleasure of of helping you in your ministry. Mm -hmm. Like, and we we can talk about Tony's camp in this this the mm -hmm. next half hour. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's so beautiful to see the parents join at, at Tony's camp, and how gracious they are. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean. Uh, many people would say, well, you know, again, why me? Gosh, this is hard. Um, more of a complaining. It's a, it's an attitude they choose, right? But they choose to find the joy, as you said earlier, mm -hmm. the joy in their heart. Uh, and I think there are, there are many challenges. That, um, just just the word disabilities, you know, um, it's a vague term. Mm -hmm. And it's so broad. I mean, what, the book ends of that. <laughs> are there? No. <laughs> No, um, actually, you know, if uh, someone isn't disabled today and they age, you know, another 20 to 30 years, most likely you'll have you'll have something that needs, you know, an adaptation or an accommodation. Well, I, I, so. um, I, I and I, I think you help sponsor this um, one of the and, and I'm going to get this wrong. It's, I think it's through Georgia State. It's the mental health, mm -hmm. uh, youth mental health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in that course, it's a beautiful course, by the way, I think it's through Georgia State. Mm -hmm. And um, they talk about disability in living, laughing, learning, or loving, mm -hmm. right? And those four dimensions, difficulty mm -hmm. in living, laughing, learning, and loving. And I, I think that's probably, that includes all of us. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always something that's an impediment to our joy that the Lord expects us to have. Mm -hmm. um, so you're listening to uh, Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, the, the Quest Fall Pledge Drive. Uh, to make a pledge or donation, call 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. Or go online at thequestatlanta.com or the Quest Atlanta mobile app and just click the donate button. And don't forget Chick-fil-A, <laughs> the next four. We still have some of those available. <laughs> so if you're one of the next... Uh, donations whether you call in go online to the app whatever uh you can get that ten dollar chick-fil-a gift card okay very good um so uh maggie um so you you were an educator um and how did that prepare you for your current role as a director you know in your disabilities ministry so uh, what we do is try to bring different methods and strategies um when it comes to catechesis so uh, the uh, special education teaching part of my my life, um, it, you know, I, I fall on that uh, very uh, strongly when um, working in a parish setting and or at our catechist conference, the Atlanta Catechist Conference. Mm. So uh, we actually, the last year when we had it, um, we were able to have seven classes for that uh, address different areas of disability ministry, um, whereas the year prior we only had one. Mm. So we're thrilled about being able to offer more um, education again to our catechists uh, when they come, you know, and encounter someone who uh, wants to be part of the church and we want them to be Absolutely. in full communion with the church and somebody just might not know how. One thing I, I see, um, and we're going to need to take a break here pretty soon, but, but one thing I see is that maybe education could not have taught you, and that's your patience. <laughs> you, you know, I mean, and again, that is a decision too, right? When you can really fly, you, you have that custody, and it's so beautiful. So uh, when, when we come back, 
Um, from a brief break, our guest, Maggie Rousseau, uh, will continue her extraordinary uh, story of faith that has really touched many lives. We'll hear more about that. It's a story you won't want to miss, so please stay tuned, and we'll be right back. You are listening to AM 1160, The Quest, and this is our Fall Pledge Drive, where the theme is The Best of the Quest, Stories of Inspiration. After hearing these stories of inspiration, if you are moved to donate, please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Best of the Quest Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. The Quest presents The Family Room, sponsored by Verse Bright. Retrovi helps people restore their marriages, and we have Karen and Bob Bott. We ended up having trouble with a rebellious son. He felt that I was being too strict with him, and I thought that his easygoing attitude was just fueling that mm. rebelliousness. Hear this entire conversation on The Family Room podcast at thequestatlanta.com. New episodes Wednesday morning at 11 on AM 1160, The Quest. If you're a financial advisor and would like to learn how to help your clients achieve their charitable giving goals, then join the Catholic Foundation Professional Advisors Network Luncheon on Wednesday, September 28th. Go to thequestatlanta.com for more information. AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic radio, with programming rooted in the teachings of the Catholic Church, helps listeners, both Catholic and non-Catholic, learn more about our faith people get a lot out of the quest. I listen to the quest because I love Marcus Grodi at 11 a.m. and his Journey Home show just shows the beauty of God's multiple paths to him that all the people that have been converted to Catholicism and their paths back it's just a beautiful thing. I listen because it keeps me connected with a greater community than my little home. It just brings me closer to God and I learn a lot from all the different shows that are available on the quest. I, I just find the quest very valuable. None of this would be possible without the support of listeners like you because we are a 100% listener supported station. We have expenses that need to be covered to keep the quest on the air. So your donation of any amount helps to bring people closer to Christ. You can donate from the Quest Atlanta app or at thequestatlanta.com. We've all heard it said before. Catholics aren't pro-life, they're pro-birth, and it ends there. Pro-lifers don't care about mothers or babies after they're born. But that's simply not true. Help take away that pro-abortion talking point by supporting Walking with Moms in Need an initiative helping pregnant and parenting women in need. Your parish is called to help these moms in need. Some parishes in the Archdiocese already have this program in place, providing a variety of assistance to moms, including things like maternity clothing, children's clothing, diapers, and having baby showers for moms who chose life. Your time, talent, and treasure are needed. The United States Conference of Catholic Bishops is asking each parish to create their own Walking with Moms in Need program. If your parish has not started the program, ask how you can help start it. To learn more about Walking with Moms in Need and how you can help, go to walkingwithmoms.com. Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for Father Mario Lopez, a priest serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, 
We thank you for the blessings of Father Lopez, who represents you on this earth. Make him more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through him as he ministers the sacraments and help him to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen him so that he may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support Father Lopez in the Archdiocese of Atlanta by offering him kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of Father Mario Lopez. Allow him to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he has entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen. The Quest presents Pro-Life Minutes. Over 32,000 pregnancies from rape occur in the U.S. each year, and most of the affected women not only choose to have their baby, but also choose to raise the child themselves. They don't consider the child to be the baby of a rapist, but rather their precious child. After everything the rape victim has endured, it's an insult to the mom to label her child the baby of a rapist. Rebecca Berg, who had a child conceived in rape, had this to say. I'm tired of these children being demonized like this. Women are capable of great love for their children and must be given more credit for this. My son's gentle spirit and thoughtfulness of others confirm there is not a rapist gene. When I look in my son's eyes, I only have love. These babies' lives matter. Fight for the lives of babies conceived in rape. Let's show the world that every life matters by speaking up for life at every opportunity. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. The Best of the Quest, stories of inspiration pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to the Best of the Quest pledge drive on AM 1160, The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. And stories of inspiration indeed. We are talking this hour uh, with Maggie Russo and her role of uh, faith in overcoming adversity. And uh, that is definitely a story of inspiration here on the Quest Paul Pledge Drive. I'm Dave Savage, and I see that we have one, count them, one Chick-fil-A gift card left. A $10 gift card for Chick-fil-A for the next donation, whether that's at Four seven zero five zero eight eleven sixty. Whether it's at thequestatlanta.com or on the Quest Atlanta app, any of those ways you can get that Chick Fil A gift card. And I have also been informed uh, we have match money again. Mm-hmm. So, but that's only going until noon. So you got to get get take advantage of that. Uh, whatever whatever dollar amount you can swing. I don't care if it's five dollars. I don't care if it's two thousand dollars. Whatever it is, it will be matched dollar for dollar which will double your donation so this is the perfect time uh take advantage of that chick-fil-a gift card and the dollar for dollar match at 470-508-1160 thequestatlanta.com and also on the app and we're also here uh we were hearing from maggie russo but also uh deacon jerry kazan is here with us and deacon and and dave you just uh, brought a good thought there you know mm-hmm. we have matching funds if, if you're interested in and offering up matching funds uh, by which yes. donors, please please call in and uh, please uh, please offer that as well. It's another Absolutely. way to, to support Quest. Uh, so this half hour, we'll continue listening to uh, to Maggie Maggie Rousseau. She's the director of the Disabilities Ministry in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. And Deacon, I'm sorry. Yep. I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I yep. meant to bring this up earlier, but 
we're hearing from uh, uh, Joe in Parkersburg, West Virginia. That's that's your brother. <laughs> yeah. right? Hi, Joe. <laughs> and also uh, Tim, uh, Maggie's brother, who he, he says he loves you and he's thinking of you. <laughs> Parkers, cool. Parkersburg, West Virginia as well. And also uh, uh, Teresa, in honor of Maggie, uh, it's her cousin uh, from the, the Buck Malones. In yes. Pitts, Hi, Pittsburgh. T. Yeah. <laughs> How wonderful. So great. So you've got all this love coming in for you, Maggie. Thank you, everyone. Yes. Th and thank you very much for the uh, generosity. But, but look at the reach of Quest, you know, up to West Virginia, all yeah. these places, right? Absolutely. So that's awesome. So thank you all for uh, mm -hmm. for your love, loving, loving, uh, loving Maggie. So, so Maggie, you've told us about um, how prayer was so important to deal with, uh, you know, Christopher's passing, your son's passing. Um, you know, your your um, path and journey and interest to um, uh, folks with di different disabilities and the power um, of prayer with that. So tell us a bit more um, of what you do for the Archbishop in the Disabilities Ministry here in Atlanta. So uh, the Disabilities Ministry uh, stands on four pillars, and that is um, education, uh, advocacy and support, um, awareness, disability awareness in parishes, and then prayer, providing prayer opportunities mm. for um, individuals and families who live with disabilities. And um, it, the span really covers uh, not just uh, individuals with developmental disabilities, but also our deaf Catholics um, in the area, and as as well as um, helping to educate and providing uh, training opportunities in mental health. So we really um, try to uh, work with as many parishes um, as there is need. And um, it, it, I'm thrilled to be able to um, get this message out about the ministry. Uh, there are so many um, ways that we can, again, bring individuals and their families back into the church if we just take the time to get to know them. Um, rather than seeing the disability, get to know the person mm. first and then um, and find out what it is they might need uh, in order to to worship fully. That's that's um, and another way of saying the theology of the body, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Is to see the you know the beauty beyond um, the beauty of the person beyond the body, mm -hmm. right? We all have different mm -hmm. things that you know uh, obstruct God's God's goodness, um, but the beauty of the person to see beyond the body, the way it was in the beginning when you know they were naked and felt no shame, mm -hmm. right? But they looked beyond the body to see the beauty of the person. So mm -hmm. that's beautiful. Um, so I, I guess just to reset real fast. So you you have uh, an education in, in, uh, uh, in disabilities and in, in education, and that led you to. I mean, was it an uh, an advertisement that led you to the diocese? That's pretty. That's pretty bold, right? To to take that on. So um, actually, it was my. It was in the Georgia Bulletin, and um, I kept thinking, "Oh, I should apply for this. I should apply for this." But I really did love teaching, and uh, my cousin Shannon, who lives in the D.C. area, I was talking to her one day, and she's like. You would be perfect. Just do it. And so, because Shannon told me to do it, I did. The voice of God speaking through your sister, right? my my cousin, your yeah. cousin. And so, um, and the date of the interview that I spoke about earlier 
was actually uh, the day of Christopher's passing. Mm. It was the anniversary of his death. And I had asked, you know, perhaps could we have that date changed? Because I knew it would be a hard day for me. Um, but the, you know, the group that they had gathered for the interview only had that day and time. So, um, so I saw that actually as, uh, you know, again, it was, it was God saying this is probably the right thing to be doing. Is <laughs> an affirmation, right? So you mentioned um, um, uh, during the break about uh, the different ways and the the paths of taking this disabilities ministry, and you're currently supporting a curcio for the deaf. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes. Well, first of all, there was no plan when <laughs> I came to the archdiocese as to what this ministry was supposed to be. Mm. So... <laughs> And um, with the exception of those four pillars. So using those four pillars, then we, we've we really grown and um, gone from there. So this weekend uh, at Ignatius House, um, the Atlanta uh, representatives for Deaf Crisio are hosting the National Deaf Crisio. Mm. And... Um, it's really, for me, deaf ministry is incredibly beautiful. I love to um, be part of their community, to watch, uh, to go to Mass. When we offer four times a year, we have deaf Mass um, where we have a signing priest or a deaf priest come. And um, I love to sit in the back and watch the ballet of praise. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. It's incredibly powerful. Now, is that part of the faith and sharing masses that you do uh, in different parishes, or is that a separate? Uh... It's a separate program. Okay. Yeah. Faith right. and sharing mass um, is typically twice a year where we try to get one of the bishops to celebrate mass for the disability community. Yeah. We do provide American Sign Language at those masses. And that's a great um, way of meeting one of those pillars, again, of, of awareness, right? right? right. If, if you're just tuning in, you're tuning into Quest Radio, uh, Atlanta Catholic Radio, AM 1160, the Quest Fall Pledge Drive. To make a pledge or a donation, just call now at 470-508-1160. That's 470 470- 508-1160 or go online to the thequestatlanta.com or download the Quest uh, mobile app and just hit the donate button. Uh, and so we have about 15 minutes left too for yep. that match money. So this mm. is like if you're thinking about it, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that sometime today. No, no, do it now because <laughs> your donation is doubled. Whatever that donation is, it's going to be doubled uh, up until uh, 12 o'clock today. So go ahead, Deacon. So, so you have uh, those... Um, uh, masses for the deaf, the mm -hmm. curcio, you have the faith and sharing mass. I know there are many things here. So mm -hmm. uh, I know one is Tony's Camp. So let's talk about Tony's Camp. What's Tony's Camp? So Tony's Camp is a camp for individuals with developmental disabilities who are 14 and older. And we pair them with teens uh, to spend the weekend together in a one-on-one -on -one, um, uh, opportunity. And um, they get to... Uh, go to Camp Twin Lakes and enjoy the day and at the same time um, build a relationship and uh, we celebrate Mass at the end of camp together and it's really an incredible opportunity um, to live your faith 
as a volunteer, but also to learn from someone else mm-hmm. and, and to experience, you know, what we talked about a few minutes ago, the person, not the disability. Sure. And uh, so we are, we will be celebrating our 50th Tony's camp this year oh, wow. in, in May, and we do need volunteers. Yes. So contact uh, adult, the ministry. Adults and teens. Absolutely. Right? And that's in May. That's out at Camp Twin Lakes. And then you have another one coming up for the Spanish I community in, in Winder. Is right. That right. On October 9th, uh, we were able to receive a grant to fund a one-day um, family uh camp and so we have buses picking families up at five different locations around the archdiocese um and we will be going uh uh, early in the morning till late at night but they'll be doing the same activities and uh bishop ned will be celebrating mass for us during that day Ah, and we're thrilled um you know when we work in our different uh Culturally, uh, work for the ministry is a little different in our Hispanic communities. So uh, this will be an individual plus one of their parents or guardian who will come for the day. Awesome. You're you're listening to Maggie Rousseau and her journey of faith and the power of prayer. Uh, uh, Maggie is the director of the Disabilities Ministry in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. You can support the Quest Atlanta uh, fall pledge drive um, by dialing 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160 or go online at thequestatlanta.com. Very easy. Or use the Quest Atlanta mobile app. Uh, a couple things I just want to mention too. One thing, and I, I don't know if I've mentioned this since you've been here, Deacon, but uh, everyone who calls in, uh, you know, we want the donation obviously, but don't require a donation for this if you just call in um we have a novena of masses being offered mm. for members of your family who may have fallen away from the faith oh, wow. so a whole novena of masses which i think is huge <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so just keep that in mind and if you can make the donation it, it will be put to good use i promise you that and uh, also one other thing i want to mention i did mention this last hour but um you know, with the with inflation the way it is and everything in the economy, and you know you, you know Maggie, I know you're seeing it in your household. Deacon, you're seeing it in your household. Things are costing more. It's co- you go to you know the the grocery store. It's costing you more just to get the same thing that you got a year ago. Well, the quest is no different. We we're paying more for everything as well. So we really do appreciate our monthly donors, but it, if if you could see it to it maybe you know the donation you 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 pledged maybe a year ago it's not quite going as far as it did a year ago so if if you can we appreciate what you're doing but i i we 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 do lean on our monthly donors i'm just leaning a little bit harder on you uh if you can uh that's all i'm asking if you could just increase it um we would greatly appreciate and that. And certainly, you know, financial support, of course. And as we mentioned the, in the last hour, you know, prayer. as we're talking about, yeah, absolutely prayer, mm-hmm. prayer for the station, uh, prayer for those who aren't listening, you know, right now and that, that they, you know, they need to know the power and the healing mm-hmm. power of God. Um, if you yourself, you know, we're talking about disabilities. If you yourself need, feel you need some help in prayer, please call in. We have a, a chapel right next door, the Blessed Sacraments Exposed. We have some people on their knees praying right now. So please let us know 
know if if they can help uh, in in any situation you may be feeling. You can also put your prayer intentions on thequestatlanta.com. We've, we've oh, got people can put their and then we we've, we've got a book of intentions in the chapel where the uh, uh, the Blessed Sacrament is exposed four days a week here. And uh, we, we pray on all those intentions. So you can go that route as well. So, so Maggie, as we're talking about, you know, let's face it, some disabilities are some great, um, um, you know, challenges, suffering in, in some ways. Um, but what are your greatest joys? What are your greatest joys in this ministry? Oh, I love, I always say my people. I love being with my people. <laughs> they, it's, they're just wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And I know how hard the family's lives are. And, and yet, you know, when we all get together, it's always with a smile and um, celebration and just joy of living, really and truly. It's just, it's beautiful. It's, and, it sounds like that's, a, a, again, another cho choosing your attitude, mm -hmm. right? choosing that to find the joy rather than the sorrow or strife or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think that's what really helps you get through the day. Yeah. You know, it's joy, Jesus, others and you, you know, it's yeah. it's a simple thing. And it's and sometimes it's hard to choose choose joy. But when you remember it, it really changes your day. Yeah. So uh, what would you say to listeners who are intrigued by this, maybe a little intimidated, <laughs> right, uh, to get involved with the disabilities ministry? What would you tell them? We always have room for everyone. We can walk with you um, if you want to volunteer with us. Uh, we have, um, you know, there's always families who need prayer. You know, it's um, it's something you could do individually. Um, and also, um, we always appreciate uh, very much the parishes who support the ministry and the catechists who choose, you know, to work with our students. Um, for the most part, most of the students are in a typical class, um, but we do have needs in so several of our parishes where um, that might not be an appropriate setting for someone. So, so to the catechists who 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 make that choice and say yes, thank you, thank you. And if you if you feel called to do that, we're happy to provide the training necessary to make that happen because there's always a need. Um, we have we have many parishes right now that uh, are are looking for someone to help. Yeah, so. and I think the catechesis is so important to lead all God's people to the sacraments, mm -hmm. right? Right. I think some of the faith sharing mass, I remember Bishop Talley, uh, we, you know, there was a, there's been others, but just one comes to mind of the confirmation mass. I forget. It was a mission. It was a, a Catholic mission, mm -hmm. but it was just so beautiful to see the community rally around uh, in a mass of confirmation, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, for sacraments of, of uh, mostly children with disabilities. So, and that's what I like to do. So, for example, our next Faith and Sharing is October 16th at All Saints, and we're working in collaboration with their uh, Justice and Faith group. Mm. And we're having that Mass to celebrate and recognize Respect Life Month, not focusing on abortion, rather on respect for all Sure. People. Absolutely. And we're pulling in different ministries within the parish to help uh, in the preparations and and on the day of that liturgy. So yeah. um, we welcome you all to join us at 1215 in Dunwoody. <laughs> 
You're, uh, you're listening to Maggie Rousseau. She's the director of Disabilities Ministry here in um, the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Uh, and this is our uh, Quest uh, Fall Pledge Drive. You can support Quest Atlanta Catholic Radio by uh, calling 470-508-1160. That's 470-508-1160. Or go online at thequestatlanta.com or use the, the Quest um, Atlanta mobile app and just hit the donate button. And match money. We still got a few minutes left for six minutes. Yeah, right? six minutes left for for it. But who's count? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it honestly, I mean, this is really the best time to donate right now. If you're thinking about it, do it right now because whatever you donate is going to be doubled dollar for dollar. So yeah, that's it's a great time to do it. And and Maggie, also before we were talking about um, the role of Catholic radio, mm-hmm. right? So right. tell tell us a little bit about that in in your life. Oh. For me, um, I'm an AM radio person, (laughs) Um, and I do spend a lot of time in the car, um, either commuting or going to parishes, um, driving cross-country when I take a break um, from here. So uh, I have always used AM radio to try to find something to listen to, um, and it almost always is Catholic radio. Mm -hmm. If that's going to be what I choose to listen to. Um, My husband's car has Sirius XM. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if I do get to drive his car, I'm always on 129. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's great. But I I do want to point out, too, though, that on Sirius, you don't get the local aspect. I mean, some of the programming is the same. uh, But but. You know, there. You know, we were talking about the Seven Sisters Apostolate earlier, uh, and we were talking about, uh, you know, the Family Room, a local show. The Archbishop mm. Hartmeyer, he's got mm. a show uh, that he's been doing, uh, Peace and All Good. You can check out the first four episodes mm. are on demand right now at thequestatlanta.com mm. or on the app. But all those local things uh, that you you you're not going to get anywhere else but right here, mm-hmm. and it 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 takes financial uh means to make all that come to you know it's a free service you don't have to pay for it but if you get something out of it we ask that you do and you can call uh 470-508-1160 or go to thequestatlanta.com or on the app you can donate there as well yeah so so maggie uh, we just want to thank you thank you for joining us and and sharing uh your your journey of faith um, and also a little bit about your ministry. And uh, I certainly hope that you've touched the hearts and minds of listeners that maybe um, just open their heart to the, your ministry. I think it just seems to be, I, I mean, I, I just admire your energy. It goes all over the place. I mean, it, it's like it's like uh, it's the old Blitzkrieg theory. You know, you, you go to the path, path of least resistance. You know what I mean? So um and certainly you have some resistance, you know, and, and challenges there. So we just want to thank you for spending time with us today and, and uh, the pledge drive to show firsthand the impact of Quest and Catholic Radio. And for our listeners, you know, Maggie's example is what happens with your pledge uh, to come online to share, um, you know, faith, stories of faith that you may need to hear um, or, you know, certainly lead, um, just touch people's lives and lead them closer to Christ. Uh, maybe you're thinking right now, you know, maybe I ought to support Quest, uh, but you're, you're thinking of all kinds of reasons not to. So just, just please call, just please jump in, pick up the phone. Uh, if you're driving right now, pull over and, but, but give a call. We need everyone to help. 470-508-1160. Um, we have like three minutes of matching funds left this mm-hmm. hour. 
And um, I'll, just, I'll just jump in here real quick and say that John from Sandy Springs and Cindy from Lilburn right. took advantage of those matching funds. They got their donation in uh, to, to make sure that they could take advantage of that. And you can uh, you can call in uh, if you want to designate a donation in honor of someone that that needs to be read in the air. Just t just tell us. Uh, you can go online at thequestatlanta.com and then click the donate button. There's a spot to designate uh, to donate in honor of someone, uh, and their name will be read on the air. So that's awesome. Um, and uh, so, so Maggie, again, thank you um, uh, for joining us today, and we we thank our listeners who donated. Uh, today and, and can I close this out oh, with please. my favorite prayer? Uh, yeah, yes, yes. I'll just let the listeners know we're going to yeah. do the Angelus right after this. Okay. Okay. okay very right. good. Mm -hmm. all right, all it's right. called Prophets of a Future Not Our Own. Oh, very good. It helps now and then to step back and take a long view. The kingdom is not only beyond our efforts; it's even beyond our vision. We accomplish in our lifetime only a tiny fraction of the magnificent enterprise that is God's work. Nothing we do is complete, which is a way of saying that the kingdom always lies beyond us. No statement says all that could be said. No prayer fully expresses our faith. No confession brings perfection. No pastoral visit brings wholeness. No program accomplishes the church's mission. No set of goals and objectives includes everything. This is what we are about. We plant the seeds that one day will grow. We water seeds already planted, knowing that they hold future promise. We lay foundations that will need further development. We provide yeast that produces far beyond our capabilities. We cannot do everything, and there is a sense of liberation in realizing that. This enables us to do something and to do it very well. It may be incomplete, but it is a beginning, a step along the way, an opportunity for the Lord's grace to enter and do the rest. We may never see the end results, but that is the difference between the master builder and the worker. We are workers, not master builders, ministers, not messiahs. We are prophets of a future not our own. And thank you for um, my time with you today and, and for all the listeners uh, who you. have donated. Mm -hmm. Amen. That was Maggie Rousseau, the Director of the Disabilities Ministry here in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Um, and amen. Amen. What a beautiful <laughs> prayer. We'll now take a, a short break and then we'll be right back.